The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a very fun and exciting show for you guys today. Before we get started saying hi to everybody, let's first say hi to the star of our show, our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. He's being nice to me because I'm depressed. <laughs> I mean, really, who isn't with this damn virus that had to come our way? Should have stayed where it would originated. There you go. Anyway, we got a fun show. Let's start out with talking to our chat room a little bit. Hello, Cindy Lady Lake and Teresa Sabin and Backpack John and Angela Joseph is in the chat room. And Cindy, thanks for putting out the promos. Hope everybody's doing good. And um, B. Claudia is in there and Anton Country Supers. And, oh, Anton. Hey, Anton. How you doing? Um, my mic is going in and out a little bit. I have to figure out why it does that. But anyway, um, uh, all is good. We have a fun show today with for you guys. We have Carolyn Hennessy coming on. You guys know her from like everything because she's been in like everything. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we also have Ivan coming on. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Ruska. And uh, you know what, Ivan couldn't care less. He doesn't know how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> Wait till you meet this one. This one is a character. I love him. Every time we see each other, we speak, I walk away, I say, I wonder what he said. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a doll. He's a good guy. He's a sweetheart. He's a good guy, and we actually met him, which we'll be talking about later. We met him at the uh, Blind, I think, premiere is the first time we might have met him. I'm not sure, oh, but remembers? anyway. Oh, uh, so many but, of them. But he's a super cool guy. He's got a great band, Hollywood Apocalypse. Um, he's a producer of films and, uh, he's just a lot of fun. We had another guest, but we had some problems working out the, the whole Skype thing. So he's going to come on in a couple of weeks. And, oh, so we uh, have one guest. No, we have two guests, Carolyn so, and Ivan. So who's the problem? Uh, we were going to have Fred Schneider on from the B 52s, but he doesn't, uh, he doesn't oh, really, well, we, well, we spoke about that and we, he doesn't really have Wi-Fi where he lives and it, it was just not working. And so he's going to be in Florida in a couple of weeks when the pandemic is over and then we're going to bring him back. Yeah. Cause he lives out in Wayne Scott of the Hamptons of long Island. And right now New York is having a lot of difficulty with transmitting stuff because they're understaffed. So anything coming out of New York now is really difficult. So, so hope everybody is doing good. Hey, B. Claudia. See, I'm going in and out. Can you hear me? I guess I'm going through your mic, too. No, you're not going uh, in and out of my mic. Um, anyway. In and out. Whoever's in the chat room, who is Muka? M-U-C-C-A. Want to know? And Eileen's in the chat room. Oh, my gosh. Eileen. Hey, Eileen. How you doing? How are they, honey? Are they resting? 
<laughs> I mean, you're not going out, you're not running around. So they're not bouncing as much. And I bet they're happy. They're just resting. They're not always on the go. I feel like crap. I really hate this whole thing. I started a new fun thing that I'm doing on Facebook and YouTube. It's called drive-by film shooting. But we like to leave the film out and make a crazy drive-by shooting. And I'm shooting all my celebrity friends in L.A., Hollywood, and Palm Springs with little quick interviews of how they're holding up and what they're doing. So I have that to look forward to. And this show, other than that, I cook every night. No housekeeper, so I clean Jimmy cleans, we dust, we vacuum. We, I hate it. I'm exhausted. I'm going to go to sleep in this, on this show probably from it. No, you're not. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, God, I, I miss going out just for coffee somewhere. So we have cool things going on, though. We're going to be watching Rootwood tonight. Yes. And uh, it just came out yesterday, so we're going to watch Root, Rootwood tonight. And uh, we watched a cool movie called Dreamhouse. The other day and Saturday, I've, I've seen it. It's a great. I saw it twice. And Saturday, we were in L.A. doing drive-by shooting, and we met with Sadie Katz and Tom Churchill and Lorreen Landon and Marcel yep. Waltz. That's right. And, and it was we got a lot some of fun. Fun interviews. Sadie came running out on the sidewalk, so excited to see us in a towel because she had just come out of a shower. And unfortunately, you're banging the, the banging I'm mic. Trying to get my mic to work. Right I know, but you're banging in my mic. It hurts my ears. Can I hit you with this mic and see? You see how keep talking. Let me hit you with the mic. You'll know how it feels. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she ran out in a towel, and unfortunately, my big dog, the 135-pound Shazam, bit my phone a couple of weeks ago, and I had any idea that he did something to it, where the sound is interrupted at points. So I couldn't use that video with the sound, but I'm going to post it anyway, just so all you horny guys could see Sadie Katz wrapped up in a towel. For real. With nothing underneath, just a towel. That's funny. All right. Uh, anyway, hopefully this will get work now and everybody's doing good and the chat room is full. Hey, everybody again in the chat room. Tell them, tell them some of your exciting things that you did on Saturday. We had fun. What did I do on Saturday? We went to L.A. and stayed in our car. <laughs> Oh, that was a friggin' ball. Oh, my God. I'm going to write about that for a month. Well, anyway, it was fun just getting out of the house and driving into L.A. and going up and down Rodeo Drive, not seeing anybody in Beverly Hills. We passed my old house I used to live in in Beverly Hills, the witch's house in Beverly Hills, like a little Beverly Hills documentary. Then we went to Hollywood, and I didn't want to film it, but under the bridges were thousands of tents of homeless people, and they were not six feet apart. They did not have masks, and they certainly did not have gloves. Uh, I don't understand why the government is not doing something about that. That is definitely a health issue, because they are going to come down with it and probably die from it because of their uh, uh, not being healthy people to start with. It's a really a sin how they're being neglected. They should all be scooted up, washed up, put in a hospital, given med meds, treatment, get them off the streets, get them out of the tents. They're only going to pollute and hurt other people, taxpayers who pay a lot of money. And they don't want to have these homeless people using the public toilets or uh, coming next to you. They have no regard. They'll walk right by you and stand next to you, and everyone else is six feet apart. It's really a sin what this country has turned into. I'm so um, happy that I remember America when it was a great place to live, safe place to live, clean place to live, and we were the leaders in the world. 
We need to get back to that place because yeah, it really is back. terrible. If you guys saw what was going on with, I mean, I don't. I'm sure homelessness is bad all over, but in California, oh my god, L.A. especially, they just put up tents anywhere they want. So like, you see tents like downtown in front of stores and stuff. There's tents, you know, and they can't do anything about it. So there's just tents of people everywhere, right on top of each other, hundreds of people. It's terrible. Years ago, there was a vagrancy law. And if you were arrested or picked up and you didn't have sufficient amount of money in your pocket, you were called a vagrant and you you were you know, hauled off to jail. I'm not saying to put these people in jail, but I'm saying the way that you're building these medical tents all over the place for the uh, virus, this should have been done long ago in the parks of the homeless people. We could have built tents for them. We could have have showers for them, disinfectants, crab killers, lice killers, you know, clean them up, give them medication. Half of them might go back on into the world as we know it. I just think they're neglected. And the police are told not to harass them, not to arrest them, and to ignore them. So absolutely, they have carte blanche now. They do as they choose, when they choose, and wherever they choose which infringes the rights of we, the taxpayers of California. We actually saw when we were going to uh, Lorraine Landon's house, not this time, but another time, and they had, uh, oh, Cindy Lady has a good idea, had a good idea. She said there's a lot of empty malls. They could rehab them and turn them into places for them. Yeah, got them off the streets, get them out of the tents. They're peeing and well, defecating well, we saw, on the sidewalks. We saw a lady and she pulled, she stood up against the fence when the wind was blowing and pulled her pants down and her top off and she was just airing herself out. And it was, as, a, as a cop car pulled by. And, cop, and they don't do anything, so it's just terrible. Cops are laughing. Fixed. They looked at her and laughed and kept driving. I mean, that's not a pleasant sight. Yeah, uh, it wasn't you know, pleasant. A dirty, old, fat, ugly woman if you have a child in the car a little boy and he sees that's his first naked woman you got a kid with a little bit of a problem i don't know who will pay for it teresa but uh i don't know like we're we'll we'll pay for it we get everybody's getting a thousand dollars home uh no she's talking about the homeless people i'm talking about the homeless people trump is giving they're not going to get a thousand dollars hang on jimmy i'm going to put this mic down your throat in two minutes you're really annoying me i'm not talking about that don't Uh jump my gun okay you're going ahead of my story. Okay, go. What's with you today? I'm not in the mood. I'm in a bitchy, cranky mood. I don't feel good. I'm a prisoner. You're not a prisoner. Anyway, you're walk outside. I have town. to go back to being sweet. Hi. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, now you made me forget what I was going to say. You. There, everybody's getting twelve hundred dollars, which we don't even know. Right, that. right, right, right. The billion. Where's that money coming from? Everyone on unemployment now is getting a thousand dollars a week. Where is that money coming? Now from? it's a month. No unemployment. People that work on unemployment yeah, they get a weekly. Four hundred. They get a weekly check. Four hundred dollars a week. No, thousand. Depen- Teresa told me a thousand. Depends on how, how much money you made at your job, but most of them. Anyway, are not. where are they getting all this money from? They could have gotten this money a year ago, two years ago, and did something for the homeless. It's really sad that when people come from other countries to America, where the streets are paved in gold. No, they're not. Now they're paved in urine and human stuff. So it's a sin. It's a shame. America has gone to shit. And I know the president's trying to do something about it, but I don't know what he's trying to do. (laughs) Nothing about it has been done. So somebody somewhere is spinning their wheels. I don't think that they, uh, uh, I don't think that they, I don't think the president's really trying to do anything about it in California because he doesn't really like us. Well, that's sad. I know. But anyway, I mean, 30 years ago, America was clean. Homeless were not on the street. We had hippies. And the hippies were arrested, beaten up, uh, treated like animals by the police. 
I know because I was one of them. And it was not a good time to be a, a person that had a freedom of speech. Now, we don't have freedom of speech anymore because we're afraid of losing our friends. Nobody tells you if they're a Republican. They're all closet Republicans because the minute that people find out you're a Republican, they treat you like you've got the plague, as we have That's now. That's funny. Anyway. So we're really in a messed up situation, but this is a very depressing conversation, and our show is an up, funny, crazy show, and let's get funny, up, and crazy. So first of all, uh, Anton, I don't know if Anton's been in our chat room before. Anton lives in Australia. Okay. Anton and, uh, is my sister's last name. And so let's say hi to Anton on three. Hey, One, Anton. two, three. Hey, hey Anton. Anton. <laughs> put, some, put something on the Barbie. <laughs> See, I speak Australian. Yeah, shrimp on the Barbie. You got to like love it. Teresa Sabin's in Florida and B's in Germany. We got people from all over the place. Lady Lake's in Florida. We have two people from Florida. That's fun. Um, uh, Angie Baby is in... Uh, Don't you call her Angie Baby. Okay, Angela Joseph. I'm the only one allowed to call when, her Where's Angie? Angela? Angela's in Colorado. Okay, good. And and Eileen is in? Eileen is, uh, is in trouble because she can't find her bra. <laughs> And she has to go out. Eileen's in Wait, New York. And when Eileen walks without a bra, her knees scrape on the floor. That's freaking like funny, actually. I think that's very funny. So I hope everybody is taking care, being safe, and not going too crazy like Ron is. Um, uh, I get out every day and walk the dogs, so that's a little bit of exercise. Now, let me tell you something about Jimmy. Jimmy's life has not changed at all. Before this, this, this epidemic, he was in the office working around the clock. Now he's in the office working around the clock. <laughs> so his life has not changed at all. Mine has. You know, they say you wear many hats. Well, <clears throat> I'd like to wear an airline cap and fly the hell out of here because I cook, clean. I, what am I, a domestic? You know, I don't go for this crap. So we're on Dave from Stars Now UK is in the chat room too. And somebody else I just saw, but I forgot who. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a song, you guys. And while we're playing the song, we're going to get our first guest on the line. Um, the name of the song is Free Time. The name of the artist is Ian Guerin. And hopefully when we get back, we're going to have uh, Carolyn Hennessy on the line. I also want to say hi to Nick. Hey, Nick, what's up? Nick is B. Claudia's son. I guess he's in Germany with her. So, hey, Nick, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. And safe that you're home. And safe that you're home. And now, everybody, we're going to play Free Time by Ian Guerin. Enjoy it, and we'll be back in a second. Come on. 
this love thing can be a scary thing Especially when the heart's been broken so many times before Cause the last time you were asked to trust All you got was pain, deceit, and all that bad stuff I need you to trust me So that one day, we too can say We found the love that we always saw another No, I didn't know. We, are we on air? I said that uh, this, Rebel, are we back? this song is wonderful. I <laughs> yes, love this song. Who's singing it? He told me who's singing it. All right, everybody. That was Ian Garen. The name of the song is Free Time. Um, Carolyn, say something real quick. Let's make sure everybody can hear you. Hello, all. There we go. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and gorgeous Carolyn Hennessy. Hello and welcome to the show. Yay! <laughs> Hello. When, when Hello. does the confetti fall from the ceiling? Hello. How old are you? No, she froze now. Oh, no, she just froze. Oh, wow. What's uh, going on? I don't know. I okay, don't know. Okay, now, now, okay, you're, now back. you're back. Let me just tip the audience off. This one is a bitch. I saw her. <laughs> no, no, she is the most evil bitch I have ever seen. <laughs> She's shooting I, a went, bird. I went to the opening of Studio City. This one plays a boss, a boss from hell that you want to bitch smack and tell her, go fuck herself and quit your job. Oh, I mean, no, and then totally. I thought she She's was. Just, no, no, she's misunderstood. Yeah, she's oh, no, she's, no, she's evil. The way she spoke to Sean Kanan, you're old who wants you. Oh, my <laughs> God. Because you know what? Sometimes, especially soap stars, need a good smack in the head with a frying pan of truth. <laughs> That's what happened to Judas hold Chapman. On, hold on. Somebody hit it with a frying pan. No, hold <laughs> I love my Judy. Judith. Hold on. Let's let's introduce everybody. First of all, we have a chat room. Basically, I think we have Germany, Canada, Australia, the United States. I don't know. A whole bunch of people. So say England, hi to everybody England. in the chat room. 
Hi. Hi to the Hi, world. Baby. No, but seriously, folks, this lady. Beautiful men. No, wait, 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 wait. This lady is an actress. She really had me disliking her intensely when she was so mean. And then I met her after the film was over, and she's the most charming, delightful, sweet, lovely human being and you want to know. she's super hot. So that's when an actress is an actress, when they're in real life lovely people and they play bitches. They're you a go. good actress. I think you, thank you. Thank you very much. I think, though, you love to hate Gloria, my character in Studio City. No, I mean, you just no, kind of relish no, hating her. No, I'm very dear friends with Sean and Michelle. Well, and I really got upset when you were insulting Sean. But then, you, then, then, then Sean didn't do his job. But here's the thing. I know he did. Because oh, Sean, plays, well, Sean plays a fabulous character as well. But then again. Yeah, but he, he took that crap from you. Me, I would have gone over and smacked your head across the face. But then you'd have gotten fired. <laughs> Meanwhile, you know what? Guess what? I might be on your set if you come back next season. Because I'm going to play Sean Kanan's father. <sighs> yeah, the tough guy. The what? one who raped his mother. <laughs> what, I raped his mother. This is yeah. a soap opera or what? So yeah. we may be working I, together. Uh, wait. No, no, no. We're definitely going to be back for a second season. Oh, you know what? Good. And I'll tell you this. A few Emmys in the pipeline would not hurt our chances of Absolutely. getting one, back on. One for you, one for Tristan for sure. You know, one, I know Tristan. Hang on, you guys. Wait, wait. Well, first of all, because everybody, you talk so fast, everybody doesn't know. So right now, you guys, what are you doing? We're You're talking. talking we're too. talking about Studio City. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, anybody can see it. It stars Sean Kanan, Tristan Rogers, Carolyn Hennessy, Sarah Brown, Patrika Darbo. It's a it's a who's who of of soap opera royalty. Yes. Yes. And uh, they have twelve indie series awards nominations and seven daytime Emmy pre nominations. And uh, if you're allowed to vote, we definitely want you to vote for them. And it's a phenomenal, phenomenal show. And we met Carolyn at the premiere in L.A. when they, like, showed the whole series at one time. It was fabulous. And she's so smoking hot, you guys can't even, like, believe it. She's got the most amazing hair you will ever see in your life. Google her. She's, like, super anyway, amazing. Anyway, if you are a yenta or a nosy person or a gossip freak, you're going to love Studio City. It's full of all of it. I mean, incest, rape. Murder, killing, kissing, cheating, <laughs> bitchy, bitchy bosses. I mean, it's fabulous. Studio, I cannot wait. Even if, even if I don't work the show, I can't wait to see this show. But they're all talking about how gorgeous you are in the chat room. Well, so that's actually, not on, not on screen. I told her before we came on, she's far more beautiful in person. She's got such sculptured features, her divine nose and her refined nose and her cheekbones and her chin, her smile. She's, she's a beautiful woman in three dimension. Right Thank now you're you. seeing her two dimensions. She's still beautiful, but okay, I was overwhelmed. And what a figure you have! You're a skinny bitch too. You're not fat at all. <laughs> First of all, I don't cook. I usually eat out. So these COVID nineteen days, they're very. They're, they're, I can. I'm just slimming down. I'm literally slimming down because I'm. I'm not. Uh, I'm not even ordering in. So I'm. I'm looking in the pantry. We're you know, sitting around all day eating and getting I'm, get, I, I'm getting a belly on me. I could do Santa Claus next December. I'm getting a stomach. I've got, and we can't go to our gym. You know, we live in a, a, a club a development and we, the club is closed. So we I can't go to the gym or the pool. So I'm not you getting can't my even swim in the pool. Of course not. No. But what about walking, biking? You can do that. I walk the dogs every day. Walking. We have to be dogs. What's walking? 
So <laughs> listen, he doesn't like to do. I don't like to walk. So anyway, everybody, watch Studio City. It's on Amazon Prime. Not only, I mean, she has been. You, I didn't realize that you're like the hair lady from Legally Blonde. Yes. Um, yes. I was like Senator from Ohio. I think I'm. I watched the Legally Blonde movies were some of my favorite movies ever. And because I had never met you, I didn't know it was you. And then I was watching them while I was doing PR work. And I was like, oh, my God, there you are. She's all over. How many soaps? How many soaps have you been on? I've been on only two. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was on General Hospital. That's my very I think it was my very first acting job that was that was given to me by Marvin Page. All hail Marvin Page. All hail. It was, it was yes, the casting director. Um, and I played Dora, who was the photographer's assistant when Laura was doing her big Star Eyes campaign in New York. So that was that was number one. And then I then I did. So I think I played a a, a, a gate attendant at an airport on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. What's the one with Ron Moss? Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, uh, Bold and the Beautiful. Bold, beautiful. Bold, beautiful. Yes. Sorry, 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 Italy. Um, <laughs> um, so, and I was so I, I I spoke with Ron Moss. I, I had a I had a scene with Ron Moss, and then a few years later, I played AJ's attorney on General Hospital. And then thirteen years ago, I was tapped to play Diane. So two, but in four different roles. Uh, three, three different can roles. We, can we call Studio City a soap? I mean, no, to me, it I, is. no, no, Web no, no, I, I actually wouldn't call it a soap. I, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an on, it's a, it's a drama. It's a drama about a soap, you know, right. just as, as there are films about like, well, like soap dish, soap dish isn't a soap. It's about a, it's about a soap. About a soap. And I, it's about, like a dramedy, a dramedy. I, I you know, yeah. I'm one of these, I'm one of these, I'm in the business 58 years. So I watch everything when I see a film, I just watch how you act, how the other guy, the scenery, I watch everything filmed beautifully. I love the photographer on studio city. He did there. some fabulous shots of you. You know, a camera helps you to act. You know that. And when you deliver an angry line, if you're not shot the proper way, the angry line sort of goes out the window. Right. But when you got really pissed off and angry and you stood up and you started carrying on like a banshee, I got excited. I loved it. No, you know what it reminded me of? Barbara Stanwyck. Barbara oh Stanwyck. Yes, she was famous. No, Barbara Stanwyck was famous for doing what you did. She would get angry and start to fight with the guy. And, oh, no, no, you know, all that sort of energy that I loved. And you have that energy. And I love Bless. actors that have energy. Bless. Well, listen, if you don't have energy, there's there's no point to it. You, you just go, go, go do something else. Go tend no. your garden. But you Faye, have to bring it, Faye, you know. Faye, Faye Dunaway would have played it differently. She would have said very quiet. <laughs> oh, he brought that no back way. up again. <laughs> Faye, Dun <laughs> Faye Dunaway would have said to uh, to Sean, you're old, you've had it, now get out of here. See, she would never have done the energy part because it's not in her kind of acting. But you right. did. You threw us off a lot because you were so nice in the beginning, almost. And I said, oh, this is a sneaky little bitch. She's going somewhere with her little conversation. Well, She's not really forget. being nice. But don't is forget, it? you see, you see in what, what's, what's really interesting about Gloria, and they do not address it in the first season, is Sean, Sean's character, Sam, walks in and she's got her head on the desk and she's crying. Yeah, I, I saw. she will not reveal why. So there right. are 
there are depths to be plumbed. Yes, that's good. Yeah. That I love. Well, you know, Tippi Hedren, I interviewed her years ago, and I said, when you did the birds, tell us something about it that we don't know. She said, well, when I went into the bedroom to give tea to Jessica Tandy, I said to Jessica, I'm going to play it real bitchy because I don't like you and you don't like me because I'm going to marry your son eventually. And Jessica turned to Tippi and she said, don't. Don't play it bitchy because no one will like you. She said, play it pathetic. And Tippy played it pathetic. And now, how do you like playing bitchy? Well, well, bitchy. Well, first of all, here's the thing. I, yes, you, yes, you love to hate Gloria. You, yes. Okay. But here's the thing. You can't just play bitchy. There has to be an undercurrent. Otherwise, yes, nobody will like you. And you, I think, are the anomaly, my love, because people do love, they do love Gloria. They want to know what's going on with Gloria. It's a multi-layer kind of thing. Because if you just play bitchy, that gets boring. You froze again. No, no, no baloney, no phony Stop. stuff. Hang on, let her finish. Let I can't. Now she's froze. I don't no, know where we are. She's, she's unfrozen. I have wait, to wait. Let her finish. Let her finish. Just, just, just. I lost there it. Has to be, uh, am I here? Can yes. you hear? <laughs> you're coming. You're coming in and out. No, you're you're here. You're back. You're back. Now you're okay. back. Okay. There has to be more going on than just bitchy. Otherwise, the audience will turn away. And 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 no one is no one is ever just a bitch. There has to be a backstory as to how they got that way, why Absolutely. they are that way. Which What's we're gonna going to find out. On? Of course you are. Of course we're going to find out. And but, uh, and it and it's pretty dire. No no baloney, no fa- false compliments. I enjoy her. I can't wait to see her again. She she entertains me tremendously. Uh, I was flipped out when I saw Tristan because you know we know Tristan from being the what is it called Serpico or somebody Scorpio Scorpio, <laughs> and and now he's playing this pathetic old man who's dying and i thought he did such a beautiful job of sensitivity that i i never saw tristan that way i mean i know him personally and he's far from that in person so it's amazing how some actors can really switch it around and do a good job tristan you know it's interesting because tristan has a wonderful story tristan was offered the role that mel gibson ultimately took in mad max so can you imagine can you imagine what Tristan's career would have been like? But Tristan is an actor's actor. He's wonderful. And this studio city is really giving him a chance to shine. You know who yes. else is fabulous in this? Who else is oh. wonderful? Sarah. Yes. Sarah Joy Brown. Sarah Which Joy one? Brown. She's a bartender who's the brother, sister, my, my, sister. She's my stepdaughter. No, she's Sean's stepsister. No. Naston's sister. Sean's sister. 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 Yeah, the old the old lady was good, you know. That plays my wife, Patrika Darbo. Yeah, she can She's act. Not an old lady. Well, she <laughs> yesterday pla- was her birthday. Happy birthday, Patrika. Yeah, no, she has to be an old lady if she's going to be my wife because I'm going to be eighty. So, <laughs> no, wait a minute. No, she's not your wife. She's just the young girl that oh, you. She's the as one the I raped. Man. I raped yes. her. Right, yes. right. Oh, yes, God. Yes. No script yet, so I don't know what I'm doing. So anyway, hold on. So I want to move on past. So everybody watch Studio City because because one thing I find that's super unique about you being a very well known soap opera actress, you're also in like everything else. Like you're everything like you're like a freaking ass. So you guys. So first of all, I was really good friends with Tr- Chris Truesdale, and he's one of the dancers in Dance Off. Um, oh, that, you're in Dance Off, and he's an actual singer. Was in a boy band that I loved when I was young. Um, you and I young? signed him to a record deal, and yeah. then you're 
So she was in, listen to some of these titles. First of all, Legally Blonde 2, I love the Legally Bomb movies. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, Click, that's with uh, Adam Sandler. Um, Dance Off with Chris Truesdale. Well, he's not the star of it. He's just somebody I know in it. Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. It doesn't get much fucking bigger than that. Really, no, that's um, when you are in, when you're son, when you can say, I'm now in the Star Wars universe. You, that's it. Cyan, I don't need to go on. So I don't need to tell us a little bit about that because that's like one of the biggest like films in history. How was like being in it? How was it? Like, did you have a good time? It's different oh. from what you normally do. Working with J.J. Abrams, please, uh-huh. please. That's that's a holiday. Um, it's and it and it's my voice or and and I I, I voice a couple of characters, um, but the one that's uh, the one that most people that that I got screen credit for was um, Demine Lithe, fighter pilot. And then there's some, <laughs> so Demi life. But here's, but what's really cool is that JJ soup to nuts. And so he was in there directing my voice and I actually didn't even know where it was going to be put or what my character was going to look like, if at all, if you'd only just heard me. So, so uh, it was, it was great working with JJ. And, and again, I've got my name. It doesn't even matter on a credit on a star Wars film. What? Yeah, I mean that's, that's, that's freaking that's awesome. awesome. That's, that's great. That's like, because <laughs> like... Star Wars was, I think, so my, I watched, I saw Star Wars on my first date. Oh, oh, speaking hey, of dating, speaking hey, of dating. Oh, hang on, girlfriend. Oh, do we need of, to? No. Yeah, we're gonna. We have to segue into it. I have very nosy people in this show. So, you're seeing anybody special? I'm not. You're not. <laughs> No. So you you're, are you ready to meet somebody special? I could be, yes, but they've got to so be. So if special. anybody special is out there, you have to be if very special. special. Is out there, yes, because don't very, forget, don't extremely forget, special. I was married once, and after that, boundaries go up. <laughs> and, <laughs> go up and and you know what we will tolerate goes way down, and and so it's like I'm ready to give, but boy, mm, yeah. It's, it's got to nice. be the no, no. no, but you're self-made, so you can be a yeah. to be picky. And also, let me tell you something else. Back in 1960, my first relationship is so different from my relationship today. Times have changed. People have changed. People have changed. We're not living by the old laws of years ago. We're not. Uh, you know, so nowadays men cook, clean, take care of women. They're not macho shit like before. What are you pointing at me for? I'm no woman. You cook and clean them. Yeah, that, doesn't make, that doesn't make me a woman. I'm far from a woman. I was married for 16 it makes you, years. It makes you somebody I want to marry. We've, we've yeah. been married for nine years. Yeah, but I was married for 16 years and I have two daughters. Are you kidding? I'm no woman. I know you're not a woman. No. Most of the time. Oh, stop that. <laughs> no, that, that's not nice. You're putting on fake news. You're like Trump. Fake news, fake news. <laughs> so hang on, hang on, you guys. So so not only has Carolyn been in all the, the and she's been in a lot more things. I only wrote down the things that I like either watch or loved a lot. But she was she's also in that 70s show, Dawson's Creek, Jesse, Revenge, Cougar Town, General Hospital, which everybody knows. True Blood, which is like one of the greatest series. I miss it so much yeah. ever. Yeah. And yeah. you and you were like all over that one. And so I was she- I, I was all over season five. I was I played Rosalind Harris, the vampire from Texas, with a little Texas twang, vampire authority. That's I right. Think it was freaking like awesome. And then you guys, she's also done guest appearances, Future Man, NCIS, Los Angeles, Suits. I love that. The Cool Kids, The Mindy Project, Devious Maids, Ray Donovan, Great Show, The Middle, Anger Management, Once Upon a Time, Judging Amy, Reba. 
Moesha, love that one too. And party of five. And the Jimmy Star show with Ron Russell, superior. Well, and, that's right. Uh, superior. Just like just like Star Wars, doing this is really a pinnacle. Oh, it's you're pinnacle. so that's good. right. You're so good at it. What a good actress you are. She did that with a straight face, folks. She's quite <laughs> she's quite an actress, let me tell True. you. But seriously, getting to you as a person, because people, our show is a conversation show, as you know, and I do all the nice stuff. Um, what are your feelings really about some of the people you work with in the business? Some of them could be cutthroat and mean, and some could be divine. Like Michelle Canaan. I love Michelle. She's a talented gal and a sweetie pie. And Sean Canaan is one of our dearest, dearest friends. By the way, we were in the supermarket a couple of days ago. And a guy runs by with a towel around his head and a hat and sunglasses, dressed with long sleeves and a glove. Yeah. And he said, hi, Ron. And I said, Jimmy, who's that? Who are you? <laughs> I said, who? And he kept running. I said, halt, stop. I said, who are you? And he pulled it. It's me, Sean. I said, oh, for Christ's sake, Sean, get the hell out of here. And he pulls the like skulls all, he had skulls I mean, all over his face. You had to see what he looked look like. A, the, the, the oh, I wish, you, I wish you'd taken a picture. I really do. Oh, um, he ran by so quickly. He wouldn't even he, talk to us. He was terrified. <laughs> He's petrified over this. This. this event. I think. I think we can't. We got. We got to pull back from the panic. You have to behave responsibly to others, responsibly to yourself, be carefully. Go tread lightly. But you know what? If you panic, it's a waste of energy. It just is a waste of energy because if you do everything else, if you're if you're covered and you you you, you know and you and you quarantine at home and you social distance the odds of you getting it are really slim very very yes, slim especially, especially if you're a healthy person in general so you know sean could have and should have stopped and said hello no he ran he went by like he was on, I roller, it was hilarious. Like on roller skate <laughs> i couldn't stop laughing but seriously what you said is true stress is the worst thing you want now because it lowers your immune system by quite a lot so keep a, a stiff upper lip, stay happy, stay up. Uh, don't be so terrified. Meanwhile, yeah. I have I haven't heard heard from Teresa Rogers or Tristan. I guess they just she went out to get a couple of uh, cases of wine. So, I, I so they're fine. Toilet paper. She's hoarding wine. Right. So uh, so where are you? You're in L.A., right? Are you in L.A.? Yeah, I'm in Burbank. Uh, have you guys, because like we still don't have toilet paper at like any of the grocery stores. So I, every day I go and when I look and see, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what everybody's doing with the toilet paper. Well, I don't know if they're, when they sit down, they just go like this. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like oh, and now I need a new roll. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I've got something that everyone should check out on Instagram. I'm, you can follow me on Instagram and, this, and there's a point to this. And it's Carolyn Hennessy on Instagram. Okay. And you know it's me because it's the it's the no hate the two red no hate lines with fangs for vent for true blood. Okay, yeah. so that's. <laughs> but I've got a thing called the daily challenge. And every every night I give you two things for the following day. Oh, she froze. Damn it! I should be back. Should be back. I hate that when it freezes. Am I okay. back? Am I You're back? back. Yeah. So every yeah. day you okay. give two things the night before. Two things keep going. That take that take you out of yourself. It, they're, they're, they're for you to do for others, et cetera. But one of the things that I'm going to do is I'm going to say, okay, today, one of your daily challenges is use two squares of toilet paper. That's it. Oh, That's God, it. No. Every Impossible. time. Because I'm still on, maybe this is too much information, but I don't care. These are stressful times. I'm still on the same <laughs> roll of toilet paper that I was on a month ago. Okay. Two now squares. listen to this. 
I got a better one. Somebody wrote in my message book on Facebook, Ron, please tell your viewers and your readers that if you run out of toilet paper and you have a garden, use a garden hose for a bidet. Um, uh, yeah, well, well, we, okay. rinse, our do we rinse our dogs that way sometimes. So say, that means taking your ass your unwiped ass out outside your house, <laughs> to your garden as long you, as you're not you're dripping through the house you want to track it through the house go ahead <laughs> i could I never make the two squares well, thing but obviously i never posted it and i never agreed to but it we bought, but i left my ass off you got to see some of the people what they write in my message book <laughs> you know they feel like they're my friend they could say anything they want and yeah. some of them say personal things about their sex life their husbands their wives i mean what? like i'm their brother and i crack like up Laughing. Shrink. No, I crack up laughing because I didn't think that people really did these things or thought these things. We bought, we bought, I bought two 12 packs of toilet paper before this whole thing started, and we're still only halfway through the first That's pack. We're, we're, we're not women. It. We're not women. Women use more toilet paper. No, nope. well, I don't because I'm you like, don't no use one. it two squares a day. <laughs> no, well, I, I guess you have. No, have, not a day, just two squares. Oh, okay. Each time you go. Okay. Yeah, you okay. have or drip or drip dry, as or they drip say. Drip dry. That's but, right. No, just drip dry. Track I, down I, all in the house. <laughs> I interviewed Lorene Landon last week. We went into town, and the first thing Lorene Landon did was come out with a present, a bag for toilet paper, and she gave We have a new it. show we're doing. It's called oh, Drive-By yeah. Shooting, and we're yeah. going in the car, and he sits in the car, and people come out on their driveway six feet away, and we're interviewing them. And, and don't so be surprised if I'm on – don't be surprised if I'm on your driveway. <laughs> Honking come on to my driveway. You'll love it. <laughs> You'll love it. Listen, no, you know really. what? Wear a mask. You can come in the house. We'll, ju we'll just we'll just circle each other. No, 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 no. The idea, the idea is from the car. I know. I, sh I shoot Judith. Cha I shot Judith Chapman. Guess what? She did the entire interview sitting on the garage floor. The, not the, the garage. garage the, dri the driveway. Floor. The driveway floor. If you um, if you come by my house, odds are I will be in my bathrobe. I dressed for you. So was Judith. Oh, so did so did. <laughs> we have crazy friends. They all. Our friend Sadie Katz, that famous movie actress of all the horror films. Uh, plug, plug, plug. She came out of her house in a bath towel with nothing underneath. And we we shot that little bit of the opening. So all my yeah. friends are doing crazy stuff. It's We're fun. editing it now to put it out. We, I, I can't get Tristan. I, I really mean I can't because I want to get Tristan's opinion of what's going on. And I know what Tristan's going to say. And I'm going to have to do bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> yes, yes, bleep, bleep, bleep. You know, <laughs> Teresa's a little better. So we're hitting all the Sophies. Uh, Sean, I think, is running. As he was running by me in the supermarket, I yelled about my show. I said, we're going to come and shoot you. He said, good, 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 good. As he was down in the cheese department, you know, <laughs> way, way far away. So let's go pop culture. You've been in all these kind of things. You've, you've worked out. You've done so many wonderful, amazing things. If, if you had a bucket list, who's a male and a female actor you have not been able to uh, work with yet that would be on your bucket list that you think would be great to work with. And if you could have been in any movie in history that's ever been made, what movie would you have liked to have been in and why? Okay. So, uh, I'm assuming because I have my list of people that I would love to have worked with in the past that are no longer with us. Okay. Um, Claude Rains and Charles Law. Claude Rains and Charles Lott. Oh, Claude's Rain, a most forgotten actor. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So brilliant. Okay, so that's number one. I love um, and I and I would and I would love to have worked with Betty Davis and Norma Shearer and 
the role that I would like, I mean, listen, there are two of them. I would love to have been in Sunset Boulevard because please, right? Um, oh, you great. You could yeah. be on this. I would also love to have been in, and this will surprise you, and most people probably won't even know this. I would love to have tried to do Norma Shearer in The Barretts of Wimpole Street because it's antithetical to anything I've ever done. That sort of, you know, kind of frail and vulnerable, but with a kind of a spine of steel woman. So playing um, Elizabeth Barrett, I would love to have done that. But actors today living. Okay. Um, and don't don't say Meryl Streep. No. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> says Meryl Streep. It makes no. all the old- <laughs> No, 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 no. Helen Mirren. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another one I love and adore. We have good taste. And of Betty Davis, let me tell you, you would not have, you would not like, I knew Betty well for a long time as an older woman. And Betty had a sense of humor that was a bit on the uh, wicked side. I can't even okay. describe it. But Betty would play practical jokes on you. And I sub- sometimes thought that they really weren't practical jokes, what it was. My very good friend, uh, uh, Andrea King, who was my neighbor when I lived in Beverly Hills, she was in a movie with Betty Davis, uh, Mrs. Skeffington. And she wrote wrote a book called In the Shadow of a Star. It never went anywhere, but I read her galley, and she talked all about Betty Davis. If you were in a scene with Betty Davis and you were doing a wonderful job, she would come with a joke and make everybody laugh to break your scene. (laughs) So (laughs) with Betty Davis, nobody was better than Betty on a movie. You had to learn that. Olivia de Havilland was best friends with Betty, and she knew how to handle Betty. But yes, Miriam, Miriam Hopkins despised Betty Davis, and she hate, Betty hated Miriam. So they were constantly doing 140 takes on a, on a shot. Because if Betty felt Miriam was better, she'd do a joke. And if Miriam <laughs> thought Betty was better, she'd trip and fall or do something <laughs> to steal a show. So living... Having lunch with Betty Davis as many times as I did was absolutely <laughs> one of the thrills of my life. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, first of all, Mrs. Skeffington, a Claude Rains. Right. Yes. Right? yes. She and, loved Claude. She loved yeah, him. And, and Olivia de Havilland, um, um, Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlotte. I don't know if right. the two of them had acted before that. But, you know, yes, that they, was. They the did. They did. A they stolen, did. Not, not a stolen life. The one where they played sisters. Uh, one Betty was the evil one. I forgot the name of it. But yes, they did play another. Oh, what the hell was the name? They played before in the nineteen forties. But know, Betty Joan Davis was, was quite. Who? Joan, Joan was supposed to do the Olivia de Havilland role in Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. It was like the follow up to uh, yeah, Baby I, Jane. I, Betty would never allow that. Betty no. wanted to kill her on on, on Baby Jane. <laughs> I mean, I I won't even tell. Betty Davis said something to me that was hilariously funny. I said, what have you got to say about Joan Crawford? And I'm laughing like I'm now in Baby Jane. She said, what would you like to hear first, dear? (laughs) Okay. I said, just something about her. She said, her tits. I said, her tits? She said, yes. On the beach scene when Joan is laying on her back and I threw myself on top of them, she said, I I almost impelled myself. They were so pointy and hot and fake. Well, I spit out my coffee. One quick Betty Davis story you've got to hear, please. A producer, who, a producer who I forgot, very famous producer, myself and Betty and two fellow actors. We went to Les Moustaches in L.A. for lunch. Betty had on a sailor hat, pulled down, big sunglasses, no lipstick, and a, and a shirt up. And we finished lunch, and Betty put on her lipstick, 
one. I never saw anybody put lipstick on like that, like this. And it was on. And then she turned around and she said, oh, waiter, more coffee. And all the queens in the restaurant heard the voice. They jumped up. They said, oh, my God, that's Betty Davis. They ran over to our table, maybe 10, 12 of them. Oh, Miss Davis, I adore you. I love you. I love you. And she would sit there and say, of course you do. Of course you do. Of course you do. Of course you do. She can do that. Oh, she was, she was, she was, I, when Betty Davis died, I was so, so depressed. Betty Davis in Now Voyager is wonderful. One of my favorite, favorite all time films. That was her favorite movie. Yeah. Yeah. Out of all her movies, she loved a Voyager. She spoke about that quite a lot. And she had a wonderful affair with uh, George Brent, you know, when she did the other one. They either had sex, they had love affair for a long time. She bawled Howard Hughes. She was a real go-around girl. You know, she wasn't the lady she played on screen. Betty cursed. Every other word out of Betty's mouth was fuck. And she drank. As she say, fuck, drink, smoke. Fuck, Fuck, drink, drink, smoke. smoke. You know what else? You know what? You know what else I loved? Uh, It was Dead Ringer. Dead Dead Ringer Ringer was very great. She played two parts. Yeah, and Carl Malden. Carl Malden, actually, believe it or not, is somebody else that I would love to have been uh, shared a screen with. Brando, Vivian Lee, yes, but Carl Malden was wonderful. Today, I would really love, I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Robert Dan. Who? She froze. You froze on the name. You guys. There you go. You're back. I'm not sure who she said. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. He's quite a guy. Just wonderful. I think he's a wonderful, wonderful actor. Um, Who else? Clint Eastwood. I would love to to work with Clint Eastwood. Um, You know what? I I love the character actors. I mean, I'm kind of all about I'm, I'm I'm all about the Eve Ardens of the world. That's me. Yeah, I would have loved to have worked with Anna Magnani, except I wouldn't have worked. I would have just stood there watching her work in awe because Anna Magnani was, uh, to me, you know, I did work with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter in 1959 in a movie called That Kind of Woman when Sophia's English was very poor and my Italian is good. So I would sit and talk with her all the time. And then they came over to me and they said, excuse me, extra made sure they knew I was an extra. They said, you cannot talk to the stars. And Sophia got very upset with that. And she said, you leave leave him here, leave him here. And I felt so privileged that she stuck up for me. But uh, she's another great actress that I would love to work with. Would you like to work with Sophia? Oh, are you kidding? Of course. <laughs> Listen, Sophia and Cary Grant on Houseboat is is one of the, it's, oh, you know. Don't even talk amazing. about Cary Grant. Oh, my, the, love of, the love of my life. Oh. I, wanted, I wanted to be him when I was born. And I we drive in, by his house and look at it all oh, the all time because it's right down the street you know, from I, where we I, live. <laughs> I, I, I impersonated Jane Russell many times on stage, and I do a good job. So I always say I wanted to be Cary Grant, but I grew up to be Jane Russell. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, Jane was my buddy. Jane was a very dear friend of mine for many years. Another one with a mouth and drinker and talker. I mean, I like the broads. I, I, I appeal Listen, to all the broads. We broads, and I, 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 yeah. I, I put myself You're a broad. Myself. You're a broad. Yeah. Damn, damn straight, damn straight. Yeah. I like the broads. I don't yeah. like the fainting femme fatales. They no, me. no, no, no. But but as I say, like with with Elizabeth Barrett, it would have been fun to play. Do you know what I mean? To try and get there, as as an actor, that's that that would have been very meaty for I, me. I I have to be honest. It would have been a waste of your talent. <laughs> no, seriously, because you're beyond that. I know the character well. How many times have we seen that friggin' movie? It's been made a thousand times. Again, uh, Charles Button. The character was 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 like no, 
not you. I okay. only I only want to see no, I'm I now I'm a fan. And I really mean that. I only want to see you in fireball parts. Okay. I want to, I want okay. to see you tough, wild, and going because you do it so well. Okay. You, you convince so well. I don't know how you would be as a dying Camille, you know, fainting little girl. See, I don't think so. It would, it, would, it would be fun to see if I, first of all, to see if you can do it. And then, and if you can't, you can't. Okay, that's fine. But at least give it a shot because because it's so antithetical. It's so not me. I know, but it's such a waste of your talent because you'd be <laughs> playing it. You would underplay it. You would have to play it down to the, to the dust, as we say. Probably. Instead of Probably. rising it up one, to the ceiling, as you one, do. One of I, our... I'm telling you, everybody out there, please go see Studios. Watch, you can't go see it. Please I, see Watch studio, it on Amazon yeah, Prime. And watch this lady's performance. You will want to get up and smack your TV. Be Claudia, who's one of our, our biggest supporters she lives in germany and she just sent me a thing and it's a review in digitaljournal.com that's uh, it's a review carolyn hennessy is emmy worthy in studio city on amazon prime did you see that already or have you seen that i did not but thank you germany thank you Uh, no no, i'd love to see that digital journals in america that's a that's an american magazine she just googled it so i'll send it to you i will send it to you i will send it to you what do you think your chances are for the emmy listen i gotta get nominated first nominated first and 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 if i have if i i don't want to be i don't want to be arrogant but i think they're damn good (laughs) no but i have to tell you something a lot of my friends are on studio city and i would have a hard time uh you know because i'm a member i would definitely vote for you to give you an emmy definitely because i think categories so you didn't have to worry about it no she's a woman (laughs) in the woman category Then in the man category, oh, Tristan or Sean, what do I do? Kill myself? Are they in the same? I think Tristan's they're not going to be in. They're different Tristan's categories. In, yeah. Tristan's, Tristan's in supporting. I'm in, and I'm in supporting, and Sean would be in lead. Sean yeah. Okay, so that, that's how I'm so voting. Huh? That, that's how I'm voting. I'm serious. You know my little, my little one is there. And my daughter, Deirdre, she's an actress. I'll get her to vote that way, too, because she loves Sean. So I like love this though. I think so. Do you already have an Emmy? I do. I, I do. You did. I, I yes. I was nominated once for General Hospital, but then I was nominated again and won for The Bay. There you go. <laughs> We've had everybody from The Bay. The oh, Bay. The Bay. Christian's uh, Christian. Uh, Christian. What's his Serratos? Maybe yeah. what's it? The, the lead guy, Christian. Uh, I forgot his Chris, last name. We see him. Christoph, Christoph Andrews, Christoph, Christoph Andrews, Christoph Andrews, yes, and almost yes. every every because they're another that's another show that has tapped into every every How single soap opera actor. We've interviewed right. all of them. We know I probably. Actually, I would actually say that that's more of a soap. That's more of yes. an online soap, right? Than Studio City is, if yes. that makes sense. Studio City. Got, I, think, I think we know or have interviewed probably now after you. Every soap star. Oh, except, except the one that plays the rape, the one I rape. She's coming on soon. <laughs> what the hell is her name? Patrika anyway? Darbo. I can't. Patrika? Yes. She's you a know, huge years star. ago they had nice names. Mary Smith, Louise Brown. <laughs> now they have all these friggin' names I can't even pronounce. No, but on the Bay, because we've had Ron Moss, and we actually went to an Emmy party with Ron Moss. Right. I mean, an uh, Oscar party with Ron Moss right. in February before everybody like got sick. And let me tell you something. The Soapies are the funniest actors and actresses oh, yeah. off camera. Oh, yeah. They're, oh, yeah. they're, wild. they're very wild. Judith Chapman is a riot. I mean, if I tell you she comes here for a party, I won't tell you what. I, well, let's put it this way. I'm cooking. I'm drinking a martini, four olives, vodka straight up. I put my glass down. I turn around. It's empty. 
It's and gone. I said to myself, wait a minute, I said to myself, what the hell am I drinking? I don't even, I'm getting old. I don't, I don't remember drinking that drink. So I filled another one and I turned around to look at my pasta. I turned back, it was gone. Jar, empty. And Judith is standing there like. Judith, Judith was, exactly, like she's waiting for a bus. Right. And she was knocking back all my vodkas. <laughs> I never said a word. And then I said, Judy, are you, Judith, are you drinking my drinks? No, heavens no. Oh, see, and she lies. <laughs> and she smiles and walks away like oh that, with that little angelic smile. Maybe I love Judith. Four, four, four dry olives. <laughs> yeah, no, I love her. She's she's one of my favorite people. We we get along really well. I told her all the time, if I was straight, I'd date you. And she said, if you were, no, she said, if you were straight, I would have had you. <laughs> have, you have you ever met Dot Marie Jones? I love I her. Dot Marie I and I did her. a film in Jamaica. We did a oh, film in Jamaica two years ago. Yeah, it's I called. Love, we love Dot Marie Jones. Oh, and her I love wife. her. She's fabulous. And, um, you talk about a funny broad. My oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, you, and somebody who will crack your ribs when she gives you a hug. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you ever meet her wife, that gorgeous airline stewardess? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh is she not gorgeous, gorgeous and beautiful? Uh, lovely. No, Dot Love. Marie. In fact, I, I suggested um, I was in Jamaica for this film called The Swing of Things, where we filmed we filmed at and we were housed at a swinger resort. Oh, cool. Oh, That's, right. That's right. Called Hedonism 2. That oh, had to we be used a to have ball. one of those in Florida. Yes. <laughs> By the way, if you can imagine it, we saw it. Oh my! Live. <laughs> we saw it live that, that in action. How are you? That would never shock you or her. That's for oh, sure. Well, uh, well, it did. It did the first because there was just so much. It was. It was everywhere. It was like we had. We were like we, the crew would walk like this. It's like, did you see what's going on in Cabana Number Five? Really? I didn't know the body. Could, I didn't know the body could bend that way. Well, and it. So we were sitting there at dinner, and um, the role had been offered. The role of the the sex coach had been offered to somebody else, and uh, that person turned it down. And I was sitting with the director, Matt Shapiro, and I said, "Dot Marie Jones, Dot Marie Jones." So Dot, you know, Dot the lover was husband, a wife. His Dot and her wife were supposed to come for dinner. What happened? Uh, they're they're they'll be coming eventually. They uh, Dot Dot had some medical stuff that she just went through, so, so oh, okay. she said she'll come back on very soon. Because I, I miss her for dinner. Absolutely. I'll spill your vodka. No, listen. When, no, it. I'm serious. I'm inviting you, and this is no no smoke up your ass bullshit. I'm inviting you to our next dinner party as soon as this is and, over. And the crowd will be there. You'll know everybody there, so you won't be alone. Uh, we're having a, a hooray for freedom party. Hooray <laughs> for so everybody, too. They're asking who we were talking about. You guys, Dot Marie Jones. If you don't know her yes. by name, we had her on the show. Uh, her biggest credit is Coach Beast on Glee for like a million years right. on Glee. She was hilarious. She's phenomenal. She's, she's wild. She's also an American gladiator lady. Like she's right. like really a badass. Yeah. And she's awesome an, chick. she's a dove. She's an, a, one of our favorite people. Uh, lovely. And I love her story, how she picked up an airline stewardess at the airport, and it turns yeah. out that they got married. And that's yeah. a charming little story. Uh, now, Dot's a, Dot's, a, Dot's a keeper. She's she, a buddy. Oh, she absolutely is. Oh, she's a buddy. Now, you were going to say something about, who was it again? I forgot. You said that there was a somebody Dunaway story, maybe? Faye Dunaway story <laughs> you were going to share. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to it. Is oh, it she bit? froze again. Oh, she froze, right. She froze so okay, I'm back. I'm back. Um, Faye Dunaway. Well, I can, I guess I can say this because it happened to me. Um, uh, well, no, I shouldn't say it happened to me. I was there. 
And I was I was walking. I was walking up the stairs. There's a there was in Century City, the Century City Mall, the old Century City Mall. There was a long flight of stairs up from the ground floor up to the second level, and there was a, a an old woman in late stages of decrepitude um, walking up the stairs with a cane, you know, with a cane and got grabbing onto the rail and walking up and. <laughs> Dunaway was behind her and as she and I was behind Faye and as she went around she went that's what the elevator's for (laughs) (laughs) she's such a bitch she really is a bitch in person everybody hates her I have a story too we had on our show the boy that played in mommy dearest he played the son oh Xander Berkeley he's a good friend of mine and oh I love that Xander's yeah. a cool guy. And, and they went on the set in the morning and he said, hello, Faye. And she turned around and she screamed at him, you call me Miss Dunaway. And actually, you don't even talk to me unless we are working together. <laughs> and she, He told us this on the air. Betty Davis hated her with the passion. Well, Betty she, did everything she, she could. To, no, but Betty did everything to destroy her on the set. I mean, Betty, when it was a Faye Dunaway shot, Betty made sure the camera was in her favor because they all love Betty. Nobody liked Faye. And when Betty delivered a line, if Faye was slow at it, Betty would do this. Now, now, Dunaway. Now, now, Dunaway. (laughs) Speed up that return line. Keep the return line going. You got to like love it. So you guys, listen, you can follow Carolyn Hennessy on... Twitter, she's at Carolyn Hennessy, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-H-E-N-N-E-S-Y. There's only one S in there. Make sure you don't mess that up. And same thing on Instagram. Um, she, she posts a lot of great stuff on Instagram, you guys. So you have to, like, watch her Instagram. And and, it, and, it, and she's got her challenge out there right now. So, like, you have to only use two squares of toilet paper every time no, you go to the not, bathroom. That's, not, that's, that's, that's sort of a... General challenges. <laughs> Challenges are a little more wisdom filled and a little slightly more. <laughs> and, if, and, if, and if you run out of toilet paper, there always will be the draperies. Don't, don't, yeah, the draperies or the garden hose if you want to track it through the house. <laughs> or a newspaper. No, the, you have to go out in the garden and use the garden hose in the garden. Naked, you have to bend over. In the did, did you hear? Did you hear about this uh, newspaper in Australia? They printed the last six pages of the newspaper blank, and they said, "We know you're not going to read our paper, but buy it for the buy it for the buy it for the toilet paper that we're providing in the oh back." Oh my god, that's hilarious! That's my Betty Davis story. Betty used to always say, "Today's news is tomorrow's toilet paper." That's right. That was her, that was her favorite <laughs> saying. Betty would say that a million on interviews all over. She loved that saying. Today's news is tomorrow's toilet paper. I love it. So do you have anything? So Betty, if you're watching, I hope you're happy. Do you have anything else out we should tell everybody to go watch? Um, Swing of Things, the uh, the film where I saw many many naked people in many naked positions, is uh, that's coming out um, in the summer. I still believe that's coming out. That's going to be a Lionsgate release. So Swing of Things. Um, what else? I'm when this is all over and done with, I'm going down with Darren Bowsman back to New Orleans to um, 
to film uh, for, for another film. And Darren Bowsman directed St. Agatha. Hey, if you guys aren't doing anything, rent, watch St. Agatha on Netflix. That's a fun one. <laughs> and, Darren Bowsman, though, he's a horror director, isn't he's he? He's a horror director. St. Agatha's a horror film. It was my very first horror film. And so we're going off to do something a little along those lines. So, so you know, let's just hope, let's hope everything lifts and we can all get get where we need to go. Is so Saint Agatha the, up there right wait, now on Netflix? Hang, hang on, hang on. I can't I can't let this go by. Hang on, wait. I'm segueing. You mentioned horror films. I'm going to yeah. segue in. Hey, everybody! The film I'm in, Clown Fear, went out last week. Don't forget to see it. It's on. It's on the racks in Walmart. Everybody, you can buy it at Walmart. Imagine friggin' Walmart. I wound up in my career. Wound <laughs> up in Walmart. Could you puke? Wait, though. Is 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 Saint Agatha? Is it on Netflix right now? It's on Netflix right now. And you oh, I want to watch it. Listen, listen. You two want to see somebody you really who who you want to hate? Watch Saint Agatha. Oh no, we're gonna you? watch it. We're gonna hate you again. Oh, and this time there's good reason. <laughs> well, I have news for you. I don't know what your motives were in Studio City, but I can't wait for next season everybody should watch to see why she's such a bitter bitch. And I think she may have screwed Sean Kanan. And that, that's, <laughs> may, I think so. I think that they had an affair. Listen, and he, I can and only he dumped I can her. dream about that. Let's just hope. <laughs> no, 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 I mean character. I mean character. No, <laughs> no I, I, Gloria, I, Gloria. I think had an affair with Sean's character years ago and he dumped her. And that's why she's a bit of bitch. I want, if if that's, if that's what it's going to be, I want flashback scenes. (laughs) (laughs) He is a cutie. I got to tell you, Sean is cute. So beautiful. He is. is. And 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 his wife is so beautiful. He and Michelle together are this, they could power, they could could power Cleveland. You know what I mean? Let me tell you a little story quickly about Sean. I had a dinner party here and I was drinking my famous martinis and I got in the weeds, as they say. <laughs> Sean came in the kitchen. Sean started making the salad and Michelle started cooking with me and they saved my dinner party and they were like cooks. That's how not affected they are by being superstars. <laughs> They're real people. Good I people. Love I love them to death. I, I love do them too. Yeah. I do too. Anything, anything do for too. them. All me right, too, so we got to go. So, every, Carolyn, uh, we want to thank you wait, for wait, coming before, on. Before we, we go, up. now I'm holding you to it. Party my house, Palm Springs. You're I'm on. I'm filling my gas tank today, and I okay. won't be using it, so it will be ready to go. <laughs> okay. down terrific, to you. terrific, terrific. <gasps> we love it. You're a sensation. You're a sweetie pie. You're a doll. You're another keeper. And, thank and let's you. hope that you we all get out well. of this mess. I hope we, we all will. get out of this we mess. Thanks, Carolyn. We will. Thank, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye, honey. Thank, love. thank you for a very good interview. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye-bye. Good interview. You're fine. You'll come back again. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Are so that was, that was Carolyn Hennessy, you guys. Make sure you follow her on social media at Carolyn Hennessy. She's fabulous. We're going to take a music break, and then we're going to come back and talk a minute, and then we're going to call our next guest. And in our music break, we are going to play... Booty Music by Get Fresh. It's like they're my favorite band, so every week I'm playing a different song from them. Um, this is a really fun song. The name of the song is Booty Fresh. Hopefully Rebel's listening and she's got this. So everybody enjoy Get Fresh Booty Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This song this right here. This song right here. It's that medicine. Feel good medicine. Yo, yo, Chief Fresh. Consider me one of them folk Let's get to 
Shit, I think did it end? Hey Rebel, are we back? Because it kind of went off really quick, so I'm not sure if we're live right now or not. Are we alive? Yes, y'all are live. All right, we're back then, everybody. So that was Booty Music by Get Fresh. Let's do a little uh, advertisement real quick before we call our next guest. We want to thank everybody who tunes in to us every uh, uh, every Wednesday. Um, you can hear us live on W4CY Radio from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also hear us on K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, Pandora. There's about 100 other ones, but those are the main big ones. And on TV, you can see us on Comcast, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. Woo! What a freaking That like, was a mouthful. I know. What a freaking mouthful. So I hope everybody enjoyed our first guest, Carolyn Hennessy. She's a superstar. She's a doll. She's a, and I'm telling you, you guys have to watch Studio City. I'm not saying it because I have to push it. I don't get any money for it or anything. I just liked it. It was good. It was kind of like gossipy and dishy. If you're like, if you're a nosy, like I'm nosy, I like to know everything that's going on. And it's each character has such an interesting uh, hidden secret. I love it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, you guys. We've seen it twice. Um, yeah. It was very, very good. A lot And of I'm fun. very, very flattered and thrilled to be in it next season, playing the uh, fa- Sean's father. 
You know, no, I raped Sean's mother when she was. Don't a tell young. the story because right. like, people haven't seen it. All right. Okay. I'm a rapist. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. I better not let uh, what's her name catch me. Who's what's her name? Uh, Jay Mansfield's daughter. Oh, Marissa Hargitay. Marissa Hargitay. <laughs> Don't let her find that. Benson, Lieutenant Benson. Lieutenant Benson. You guys watch Law and Order Special Victims Unit? It's we on. Love it. We watch it all we the time. We love it. We we've love seen, Mariska. We've seen all of them like ten times. So it was I, I think Mariska is one of the most beautiful, charming women on television. And when she was a baby, my mom changed her diaper on an airplane. <laughs> That's right. Because Jane Mansfield, the sexy, glamorous dame, who was married to Mickey Haggerty, Mister World and Mister Universe, they had these children. And one was Mariska and Jimmy's dad and mom were on the flight and Jane Mansfield had a problem with changing Mariska. So Jimmy's dad did that. Uh, Jimmy's mom did. Absolutely. It was very cool. So if ever we meet Mariska, we're going to say, ha ha. We know what your Mookie's like. <laughs> so anyway, here's what we're going to do now, you guys. We're going to play a song. Uh, the name of the song is Rain in L.A., and it's by a band called Hollywood Apocalypse. we got the lead singer of Hollywood Apocalypse coming on. His name's Ivan. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. We're going to ask him when we get him on here. So we're going to try and get him on the line while we're playing Ivan the song. Ivan the Insane. That's his name. Yeah, we uh, see him every, every time we go out in L.A., we see him. He's always out. I mean, the outfits that he wears, the clothes. Talk about way out. Oh, my God. He's the most outrageous. Just way out makeup on his face, clown makeup, all kinds of crazy crap. But he's he always looks, which I'm going to ask him. Fun about. guy. He fun always guy. dresses like the Malcolm McDowell character in A Clockwork Orange. Right. You and he's like, a love it. funny guy. Really funny. So anyway, I um, hope you guys enjoy this. We're going to get him on the line. The name of the song is Rain in L.A. The name of the band is Hollywood Apocalypse. Enjoy. Monkeys. 
everybody. So we had a little technical difficulty. Sorry about that. That was uh, throw, Blow Me a Kiss by Get Fresh. But the song you heard before that was Rain Out in L.A. from Hollywood Apocalypse. First, we want our guest to say something so we can make sure we can hear him. Say something. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? There we go. And how do I pronounce your last name? Haruska. Haruska. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, superstar Ivan Haruska. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. You guys are looking great. Thank you. <laughs> so let me introduce you first. You already know my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron I, Russell. I, I look at him and I, I start to laugh. And I, every time I meet him, I laugh. I don't know why. Who dresses you? I, I love I... the way you, you dress. <laughs> I love it. I told that to Jimmy a couple of times driving in. I said, I wonder if he's going to be there and what he's going to look like today. Now you look—you don't look like Clockwork Orange today. How come? Uh, today it's more a little colorful. I always wish that Jimmy would one day also make me design something for me. <laughs> Absolutely. One of these days we actually will. Hold on. We have a chat room full of people. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room. How are you doing? And then so give a special shout out to Angela Joseph because she's in there. Oh, hi, Angela. <laughs> so you guys are listen up. So we met Ivan. Basically, we met Ivan because of a movie called Blind by Marcel Waltz, the one that. No, Ron... I met him before. Did you really? We met him before. At another premiere. We met him before Blind. At another premiere. How many times have I met you? Quite a few. Yeah, quite a few. We kind of got used to each other. It oh, was dude. before It was before Blind. It was before Blind. Um. Oh, uh, it was at that really shitty movie that we saw that had Eric Roberts in it, which we don't want to mention the name right. uh, to upset people. That was a really terrible movie. And I think that you were there and you were dressed up. So so you guys, Ivan, a lot of right. time. And he came to the opening of my movie, Clown Fear. I know, but that's just recently. That's, yeah, I mean, we've counting, known him for like a year. Yeah, but I'm counting all the time. Every time we, we go him. to the Roosevelt Hotel, he's there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hang right. out, that's for sure. So what are you producing now? No, no, wait, wait. I have other things I want to ask him first. So every time we see him, almost, you guys, he's like dressed up um, kind of like Malcolm McDowell's character in A Clockwork Orange. I just want to find out what's up with that. Like, why is it? Is that like one of your favorite movies? It definitely is. Like, uh, Clockwork Orange is definitely in the top ten of my favorite movies. But I'm just generally like that aesthetic. I fit that aesthetic. I like that look generally. Okay. <laughs> Because he looks really wild everywhere you guys go. He's, like, very, very cool. He's a very cool guy. Um, How's your sister? She's good. She's good. She's also here. Greetings, by the way. Tell her hi, to, hi, throw, Christina. Throw her face in the camera. <laughs> Christina, throw your face in the camera. Say hi to us, wherever you are. A bit shy. Okay, she doesn't, that's okay. That, <laughs> that to <laughs> God, now I'm coughing. Jesus Christ. All right, yes, you guys. So so Ivan does a lot of really cool things, you guys. One of the things he he does is he was a bad. There she is. Hi. 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 It's you? nice to see you. It's great to see you again. <laughs> you got to like love it. So we met him. Uh, oh, uh, Angela Joseph wants to know if you were at the Art of the Dead premiere. That might have been where we met you. At premiere. Yeah, that's where we met him. That one we actually liked. That one was yeah. that was better than most. But, but still, my favorite one is Blind. Yeah, so we met him, you guys. He's a producer on Blind, Marcel Walsh's film. Oh, you film, produced Blind? Um, that's, yes, that stars uh, 
Sarah good French. Production. Good production. Uh, Marcel Waltz's film written by Joe Netter starring Sarah French. It's amazing, amazing horror film that'll be coming out soon. No, 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 it is not a horror it's film. It's a thriller. A it's horror a, thriller. It's a thriller. <laughs> it's a thriller. Different. It's better than a horror film. It's got style class. Sarah French did a brilliant job of acting. Never thought she could do it. She surprised the hell out of me. Marcel did a great job with this. And I suggest everybody definitely see Blind. It'll get you on the edge of your seat for a long time. So tell us, how did you get involved? We're going to talk about your music too. Don't worry, we got a lot of time. How did you get involved with uh, Marcel and Blind? So the thing is, like, I've known Marcel since 2009, actually. Uh, back then, he was just making German films. And uh, he always needed somebody to throw in a couple of songs for his soundtrack without a, for his soundtracks of the movies. And I always jumped in and helped do whatever I can. And the more I, the more years went by and the more music I tossed at Marcel, the more we got to know each other and talk about movies and films and like just just we found we really connected and a lot of traits about the genre specifically. We were both like complete suckers for the horror genre. And then uh, about, about like two years ago, I we, well, we came to check out LA because me and my sister were thinking of actually living there. And that's when like me and Martin, we really bonded with Marcel. And that's where we like met all these great people like you guys and Sarah French and Joe Netter and... Kwame and everybody involved in the movie and then it just like happened very organically it was just like this natural process it was like the most natural thing that could have happened that like this little film crew that just got together and became the bestest of friends just made a movie together so I the love thing it. about it is it's really like a movie that just a bunch of friends made and not like I love I, they're the best movies are you have do you have any Slow down, Ron. Do you have anything to do with Marcel's coming up film? No, 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 you can't talk about it. Not even the no, title? You, no, you can't talk about oh, it at all. Anyway, the, the, you, the, you know, <laughs> do you know what movie? I know what movie you're talking about, but we're not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> but, but, but I'm allowed to say I'm in it. No, you're not. You're not allowed to say anything. Yeah, I'm not allowed to no say funding. I'm in it. There's no funding. With no funding, there's no nothing. Well, now they'll get ready. funded if they know I'm in it. Anyway, um, <laughs> Ron I has this performance in Clown Fear, by the way, Ron. Oh, it was see, like, there you go. As a priest, that was hysterical. Like I, Well, I, I, I was supposed to play an off-the-wall gay priest and I gave them what I thought an off-the-wall gay priest would do. And I, I kind of liked it. It was fun. He was the best part. <laughs> Him and Sadie and Augie, I thought, were the best parts. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, I, I like it. Movie generally really fun. I really liked it. So basically, though, then you're a musician. Like, you're producing films now and you're involved, but pri your primary thing is that you're like a music guy, which you look like a music guy because you look like a rock star no matter where you go. You always look like a well, – even when you're dressed up like a clockwork orange, you look like a rock star. So tell us a little bit about, like, how long you've been doing music, and then we'll talk about your new band. I've been doing music, um, like, on a really – like, regularly since – since like I don't know, since since I'm a kid, like really, like since forever, but like on a more professional level, actually, like since 2005, I had a band called Without Talent back in the day in Germany, and we played Without Talent. <laughs> he had a band called Without Talent. <laughs> I even 
tattoo of that logo has been on my ass. <laughs> oh, wow. She has a I have to come in for this one. Hang on. You have that tattooed on your ass without talent? The logo of the band, yes. Now, if you were gay, that wouldn't work well. <laughs> <laughs> I am bi, so. <laughs> oh, it doesn't work well. <laughs> I like love it. So, where, wait, Jimmy, where, Jimmy, in, Jimmy, get your fucking elbow. Where, where in Germany chair. are you from? Frankfurt, but I that, that that gets even more complicated because I'm not even German. I'm like, I was born in Croatia, grew up in Canada, and lived in Germany for the great part of my life. But I am not German. I'm Canadian Croatian, actually. Do you speak German though? Yeah, you have to. Of course, he speaks German. How the fuck do you think he lived in and didn't speak it? I I had a German solo project. Okay, that's fucking funny. Though, because he, he does them all. Do you speak French pro, also? He pro, he no, he didn't. Do you speak French also? A little bit, not a lot, but. but je peux like, parler français. Je ne peux pas. You don't speak French, Jimmy? No, I don't speak. French. You took French up in high school. Doesn't matter. I, yeah, I guess it's like a dead language. I didn't need him, so <laughs> I didn't need it, so I didn't have to do it. So then you came here. You formed a band, Hollywood Apocalypse. We played a song which I actually liked that song a lot. We played uh, "Rain in L.A." In a minute, we're gonna play. Uh, Cali Blue, and um, you also had a couple big shows. Did you get to play your big shows recently, or were they canceled because of the coronavirus? I was so sad. Uh, we, our Viper Room show was canceled because of the coronavirus, but postponed. postponed actually. But like, we don't know when. So like, for the moment, it's canceled until stuff opens up again. That's that's a bummer. But if you got booked there once, you'll get booked there again. So I tell know. us. Sold a lot of tickets, and uh, we're going to definitely like give the people the option that they can trade in their old tickets for the new tickets. So everybody who's watching who has tickets, those tickets will still be happening when we get a new date. So, so they so, didn't get refunded. No, they didn't. They didn't. They can get refunded if you want to. You can refund them, but like otherwise, I'll, you can just switch tickets once we have a new Viper Room show. Yeah, that that's probably the best thing. Everybody, that's what you guys need to do because you're going to want to see this show, you guys. Um, Hollywood Apocalypse is where L.A. hard rock and L.A. punk rock intertwine from the heart of Hollywood, something like you've never seen before. So how many people are in the band? Let's give a shout-out. Hey, ho hey, Hollywood Apocalypse, what's up? <laughs> We're four people at the moment. Yeah, four, four of us. We got um, Enoch. We got uh, on guitar. We got Dorian. On bass, on, on drums, I mean, and Blake on bass. So Dorian, Blake, and who was the first one? Blake. Huh? Enoch. 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 I know Enoch from the history. history. You know who Enoch was? No. I guess that's why he named himself. Enoch supposedly was an extraterrestrial who came here and posed as a god, and he knew everything. I did Is not know. Oh, yeah. so he didn't know that. Yeah, e Enoch. Enoch was the name. In fact, uh, a friend of mine, his dog was called Enoch. You got to like love it. So hold on. So all right, you guys. Well, I want you guys to hear another song by Hollywood Apocalypse. The name of the song is Cali Blue. Um, uh, Rebel's getting it ready right now. And what I want you to do, Ivan, is you uh, introduce the song like, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. This is my band and this is our song. And then they're going to play it for everybody. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. Hi, I'm Ivan from Hollywood Apocalypse, and this is a little song called Calablue that reminds me very much of our beaches in L.A.
There you Our go. Bitches. Okay.
Kelly Blue by Hollywood Apocalypse. We got Ivan Haruska on the phone right now. First of all, I want to tell you, everybody in the chat room loves it. Number two, they say that there should be a Hollywood Apocalypse musical. And three, do you, uh, do you know who Mick Jones is from The Clash? Yes, of course I do. He has a band called Big Audio Dynamite, and I think it, you sound a little bit similar. They're like an no, 80s no, band. No, 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 no. Hang on, let uh, me finish. He, you sound a lot like Big Audio Dynamite a little bit, like in a, a little bit more poppy way, but your vocals sound a lot like Mick, uh, Mick Jones from The Clash. Are you finished? No, I want to hear what he says to that now. Oh, fuck you. No, I really love The Clash, like generally, like my the, a lot of punks. I learned a lot of punk singing through the clash like back in the day so that's i take that as a very big compliment thank you very much oh i love it It could have actually been the soundtrack for frankie avalon and annette funcinello in beach party because it absolutely was the surfer music that i grew up with when i was a kid dan 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 dan. a good beat good song i liked it i enjoyed it but thank you i was like what i'm really like trying to go for with this band is like to create this like classical timeless hollywood sound that it doesn't matter if it's like 50s 90s 2000s no but it's good because listen it worked back in the in the 60s uh you know a beach party bongo and all those netflix and Janello movies and they all had that surface sound and that sounds like you could you could have you could have earplugs in while you're surfing that one that was very different than the rain in la one though like yeah rain in la was different yeah rain in la goes more into the like the punk rock california style it was good it was good i i love i i love rain in la i listened to it like 10 times since you sent it to me last night um so i think that, that i, I freaking like love that one so do you guys does hollywood apocalypse do they have an album out yet or you're working on it we're working on it we have a six track ep you can listen to on youtube just type in hollywood apocalypse mimosa memoirs and it's absolutely free for everyone to listen to mimosa just- memoirs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's six songs, uh, including both Rain in L.A. and Calibloo. And we are currently, uh, I, we have made so many more songs. At the moment, it's like a total of 13, 14 songs. I still want to write two, three upbeat ones. And then we'll have like a 16, 17 track album coming out soon. And I think like as soon as people are going to be allowed to leave their house again, the first thing we're doing is recording this album. There you go. I love that. So, so, who are some of your who are some of your favorite bands, and who are some of your influences? So, like, generally, like my biggest influences are Guns N' Roses and Green Day. Oh, are they really? Wow, I wouldn't have picked that. Okay, I actually know uh, I know Steven Adler. He's the, the drummer yeah, for Guns N' Roses. That days, yeah. I've never met Green Day though. I've never met anybody from Green Day. Me neither. Uh, I met Duff recently from Guns N' Roses at Jonesy's Jukebox in the Viper Room. Oh, there you go. Do you go to the Viper Room a lot? Um, more often the Whiskey and the Rainbow, but I also go to the Viper Room very often. Like I have you guys trip all the time. Have you guys played at the Whiskey yet? Not yet, but it's we want to. Like we want to do all the clubs in the Sunset Strip. That's like a big mission for the band. There you go. I have you been to the Whiskey? Oh, not now, isn't the whiskey when Cher was there? <laughs> in her day, I was at the Whiskey A Go Go when it first opened. It opened up back in '67, I believe, and I was living in Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard in Laurel Canyon at the time. So, 
uh, it was a hippie day, and it was a fun place. Low ceilings, if I remember correctly. Very low ceilings. Yes, yeah, uh, still. Is it, it still has the low. I felt like my head was going to hit the ceiling. I, who did we see there? Country Joe and the Fish. You don't even know who that is. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> he was one of the biggest. Country Joe and the Fish was one of the great legends of, of the hippie era music. And then we saw also... Um, Bones, the the group Bones, they were very big in those days. And then we saw, uh, for the famous ones, we saw, I think one time the Spinners got there. I don't know how the Spinners got in that club, but the Spinners, I, I believe it was the Spinners got in there. So wait, let, okay, so let's say now you're Hollywood Apocalypse, and you're building some traction, and you're going on tour. Who are like three bands? Who, who do you want to go on tour with? Oh, my God. <laughs> like... I could call name up some friends I'm definitely wanting to go on tour with for sure. Like, but who's guys, famous? If you were going to go with somebody famous, who do you want to go on tour with? Ha! Huh. That's a good question. God damn! Like, like I said, GNR Green Day. Love those bands like hell. Um, I would also maybe like throw in Blind Melon was an incredibly. Oh my god, they're so fabulous! I love Blind Melon. They are like very, uh, they, every time I'm not doing good, like that's music that always like was for me like medicine for me. They always like healed my soul in rough times. I know. I love Blind Melon and the girl who was like the Bumblebee girl in the, the really big hit song. I love her as an actress and she's in Hostel too. She's in Hostel too? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's the one who gets sliced up? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, I didn't know that. That's insane. She does another movie too that she's in that's a hilarious movie where she plays like this little kid who wants this really cute guy to um, uh, be in her club and she has a club and it's called the Special People's Club and the guy's like, I'm not going to be a part of your club. Special People's means retarded. I forgot what the name of the movie is, but it's a fucking great movie. It's like hilarious um, and it was just really fun. All right, so then so let's transfer from music to, to movies. So you're a horror movie fan. What are some of your favorite horror movies? Oh, I have a lot. You're gonna laugh. The Human Centipede is like, for example, oh, no. I love it. We had well before no, no. before Ron came on the show. We had the guy who played the crazy doctor. We also had Tom uh, Tom Six. Oh, uh, the, wrote it on the show, and we also had all the people in the the first Human Centipede, the three captives who the have the most eat the disgusting, shit. inhuman, ridiculous. Did you see the second one and the third one too? Film. He's never seen them. I saw. All I of them. will never see them. I'm not a degenerate, disgusting human being. Love <laughs> <laughs> Brain Dead, aka Dead Alive, from Peter Jackson. Yeah, that's a good film. Um, what else did I really enjoy recently? Oh, have you seen the new, have you seen the new The Invisible Man? It is fantastic. Yeah, loved, we loved it. that. Loved it. It was wonderful. And she did a brilliant job in it. Yeah, the, the performance was amazing. She was like, brilliant. What was her name again? I forgot. I forgot, but she's in the um, She's wonderful. I'm going to follow Handmaid's Tale. She's in Handmaid's yeah, Tale. So I'm going to follow her career because I really like her. I'd like her on the show. We like The Invisible Man. My favorite horror movies are probably... Well, I like The Lost Boys, even though it's not really scary, but it's like one of my favorite movies is The Lost Boys. And uh, I like the original Hellraiser because I, I know all the Cenobites and everybody from it, so that's a fun What did one. you think of the original black and white Night of the Living Dead? I loved it. That is like the original first zombie movie that ever existed. It's the first really? zombie that ever came to life. Romero really 
made a franchise that would last like for generations and generations and generations to come like that man left a, has a legacy, legacy we can yeah. all and it was it was 65,000 to produce it and it was so well done i know fabulous I like the way those zombies back then they moved like it, the movement back then that's what i found so amazing like people don't Today, people don't even act that well as zombies as they did back in that day. Like, I mean, people that... don't act as well today in anything. <laughs> I mean, I've been, I've been in a in a couple of lemons, and I see these people I work with, and I say they're actors. They read lines. That's all they do. They stand there and read their lines. So, you know, and if you start to act, you look like a ham, like you're trying to outdo them. So you have to hold back and read lines too. But I'm not going to do that because I'm in about six or seven movies coming up and I intend to act whether they like it or not. I'm not going to stand there reading lines, feeding lines, actually. Boring. What about indie films? Like, okay, so like, because we see you at all, like, have you, what are some of the indie films that you've liked a lot? Like, did you like the, uh, the movie that we met you at? I forgot, Art of the Dead. Did you like Art of the Dead? I liked it. Art of the Dead was one of my favorite movies from last year, definitely. Um, Clown Fear was like brilliant. I really loved Clown Fear. That's for sure. I'm here. You had to say that. <laughs> no, compared to, no, but compared to a lot of the indie films we see, Clown Fear was better than like significantly a lot of them. Circus um, Road, not Circus Road. That was, was Clown Fear. Used to be called that was Clown Fear. Circus Road. The movie. The, ah, Deborah Angela Joseph's also in a um, Clown Motel. No hotel, exactly. I love that one. That one was also really. Ron's fun. gonna be in the. Ron's in the sequel. I played General Milan. I rescued, <laughs> saved the world. <laughs> He's going from a priest to a general, so that right. should be good. Well, it's better that than to Jane Russell with my tits hanging out. You know, so I like that. I also, like when you post those things on Facebook, I lost my shit. Like it looked so real. Like I would. Yeah. I would. He lost his it. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was one of my characters. Actually, there's a producer who said to me not long ago that he thinks he wants to do a movie where I'm a tough guy as I am in real life, and then I become her as an undercover cop. So that's that should be an interesting thing, doing drag at 80. <laughs> Grandma Moses. <laughs> Grandma Moses in <and> drag. <laughs> They're all crazy out there, but I love it. Keeps me busy. Keeps me busy. I was trying to like think there's a there's a horror movie I can't think of the name of it. It's a, it's like a horror movie it has to do with the Catholic Church how they want to see if how much pain you can withstand and they start like removing skin, you oh, know. Oh, come on. Are you serious? Uh it's the creepiest horror Martyr, yeah. Like to me that's that's the most that's the hardest horror movie to watch like ever I will like never it's watch very it. very difficult for me to watch. Never will I watch. Um, I'm not even religious and it freaked me out. One of the few movies that really gave me nightmares for a while. I really love that movie, but the French original, not the American remake. The American right. remake I, is a shit show. <laughs> yeah, but the French original was really good. The original of everything is good. Yeah. Uh, the, is, the movie is that gave me the willies was when I saw it back in 1973-45 was The Haunting of Hill House. The original. The original. Well, there's a million of those, The original. Too. Well, pe people call the disturbing film of all time at the moment is still the Ser a Serbian film. Oh, that's a great movie! <laughs> <laughs> a Serbian film. 
I enjoy that movie too, but it's not for the fa- like weak-hearted ones. Like that movie has, I've seen people lose friendships because they got to get into arguments about that movie. It's like I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend that movie for people to see because it's very disturbing. It's not as disturbing as Martyr, but it's very, very disturbing. I used to host a um, a show called uh, what was it called? I used to have a YouTube show that got like a lot of plays. And uh, it was a horror review show, and um, and so we would review like so we would get like copies of like all these like ab- obscure films that nobody knows about, and that's one of the ones that we reviewed. And it was like when they killed a kid, that's like the baby or whatever that like freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> well, let's change the subject. What'd you think of of Killer Tomatoes? <laughs> I love uh, I love Killer Tomatoes. I love it. Same place in my heart for me as Ed Wood movies do. Like, it. it's so so stupid. So what about demented. Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Oh, my favorite. That's my favorite clown movie. Love it. Love that one too. Yeah, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is great. The Universal did a, an amazing job at the last Halloween Horror Nights. The they had a like a wonderful walk-in based on um, on Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It was really cool. Uh, I love. Them. I had those guys. Uh, there's there's three brothers I think who did that, and I've had we had them on the we show a long the time star, ago. We had the star of. That I mean, we on. had the star of that on who too. Who is Grant Kramer. my my friend Terry Moore's son? You know Terry Moore, the movie actress, old time actress, Mighty Joe Young, Terry Moore. He's not going to no, know who she you is. You don't know who she is. But anyway, yeah. her he he was the star of Killer Clowns. Yeah, Grant Kramer's the star of Killer Kramer. Clowns. Right. That's hilarious. Well, well, um. Uh, what tell us what do we got coming up that we should we got like three minutes left. First of all, you guys, this is Ivan. Are you on Twitter? I know you're on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, yeah. What's your what's your handle on Twitter? The movie void, which is the, movie. Also the YouTube channel I do where I review a lot of movies and vlog my life every weekend. Okay, you guys, so follow at the movie void on Twitter. Um, and then your Instagram is also the movie void. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I have to like follow those. All right, so follow the movie void, you guys, on Instagram and Twitter. Tell us. Uh, so, what are you reviewing next? I'm bringing, uh, putting out my. I didn't have my gear yet, like a long time. So the last three movies I saw, which would be The Invisible Man, The Hunt, and of course Nicolas Cage's new uh, Color from Out of Space, uh, from Our Space. Yeah, is that, so, is that good? The, the Nicolas Cage because his movies sometimes stink. Yeah, but is that, that a good? That's, that's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. I, I want to I, I want to see that one, Jim. Okay, what's it called? It's really good. Like they capture the Lovecraftian uh, atmosphere fully. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you everybody for following me. Be cloudy and shared commenting us. Thank you. And check out my YouTube channel. That's where all the juicy stuff is. The movie void. What was yeah. the name of the Nicolas Cage movie? Color Out of Space. What? Hell or Outer Space. Hell or Outer Space. Okay, we want to watch that. And our last guest said she has a good one that was done by Darren Lynn Bousman, and it's St. Agatha. We're going to watch that. And we're also going to watch Rootwood. Tell everybody to watch Rootwood. Yeah, watch Rootwood, everybody. Marcel's new movie just came out yesterday, or the day before yesterday. It's really great. It's a really great, fun, found footage, Blair Witchy film. You should really check that out. And it's got we're Alyssa Dowling and Sarah We're watching French. that tonight. Yes, we're going to watch that Isn't one tonight. Isn't it Sarah and who? Alyssa Dowling and also Tyler Gallant, and uh, I don't know who else. Oh, so Tyler. Is it Gallant or Gallant? I say Gallant, but a lot of people say Gallant. 
No, I, I don't it, actually know. I, I, it's Gallant. Okay, Tyler Gallant, you guys know him. He was in General Hospital also. He's yeah. a really cool guy, and he's also in Blind. Yes, yeah. he is. He's I, a great actor. Yeah, he's good. He's a nice guy. I like him a lot. So there's two friends of ours in this film. That should be fun. Yeah, three. Who else? Sarah French. And who else? Alyssa Dowling. Oh, oh Alyssa, Alyssa, Sarah, and... Uh, Alyssa's in your movie, Clown Fear. Everybody's in my movie, Clown Fear. <laughs> no, I swear to God, the whole red carpet. I just read this morning that G, what's his name is? G, the old guy? Oh, Larry J Butler? G, Larry Butler is now in uh, Clown Fear also. He plays a priest. No, Clown Motel. Oh, Clown Motel. He plays a priest. So I said to him, I forgot what I said, but I wrote something cute on Facebook about being a minister, and now he's a priest. Anyway, you guys, follow follow the Music Void. Um, check out Hollywood Apocalypse on uh, YouTube, and you can listen to their six-song EP. We want to thank you for coming on the show today. Say hi to your sister. Say hi to everybody you know, and uh, we'll see you soon. As soon as this thing is over, we'll see you We're in L.A. party. Thank you, guys. See great. you. Stay well. Right. Stay it safe. Stay well. You guys, too. All right. Uh, Thanks. Ciao, Bye. Bye -bye. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. We had a great time with Carolyn Hennessy and Ivan Haruska. Hollywood Apocalypse. Don't forget to watch Studio City. It's a great show. It's on Amazon Prime. Only takes like an hour to watch it. Chat room. Teresa, Angela, Joseph, B. Claudia, Cindy Lady Lake, Eileen Shapiro, Dave from Stars Now UK, Anton, everybody in the chat room, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see everybody next week. Thanks, Rebel. Bye, everybody. Bye. So In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come and watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Russell.